The following podcast is only for mature audiences. So I'm standing there in this remote area of the Midwest. It's gray skies. It seemed like it had recently rained. And I was at like this three-way crossroads. Behind me, the road went up over a hill. And then to the right of me, it like bended into the forest. And out of the forest came running James Corden. He was sprinting and unrelenting. He reached the edge of the little like the three-way crosswalk thing and he beckoned me silently just like waving his hand maliciously and i was like no james Corden, i don't want to go to the crosswalk musical with you also note he was wearing like an old-timey bathing suit like one of those one-piece ones and like blue floaties on his arms they were like piercing blue like light baby blue and they really stuck out from the rest of the color palette of the scene and so he tries to tackle me to get me to join and I run I run up the hill up the road behind me and I go into this house the door is unlocked I enter inside chaos there's like toys and just like debris and food everywhere it was clear that this was some sort of post-apocalyptic situation as if to imply that everyone had gone to the crosswalk with James and I was the last holdout so I escaped out the window and I could hear him like rummaging through the house and I managed to leave. But I am fearful that this whole situation was somehow a premonition. Like, at some point, I will find myself in that exact situation. I'll go, deja vu, and then suddenly I'm being chased in the Midwestern, I guess it's not the wilderness, by James Corden. Anyway, welcome back to Lore Folk. It's a podcast where we riff on all things paranormal. I'm your host, Aiden Kidd. And I'm your other host, Maddie Barr, who has totally regular people dreams every night. Lucky me. Well, to be fair, the dream after that was of Hot Pop from Amphibia vaping, and that was like, that's okay. the usual stuff. That's normal. You're eating a big marshmallow or whatever. All that sure. kind of shit. Yeah. All right. Anyway... Welcome to the James Corden cast, Woo. where we talk all things James Corden. This is going to be so... F- I guess he's always around, but that joke's going to be dated by the time this episode goes out. James lives on. He haunts us. He was relevant in 2010. He's relevant now, tragically, for all of us. Maddie, tell us something spooky to talk about. This is a paranormal show. I got a paranormal spooky question for us. Go Somebody for it. on Quora asked... If had a lot of encounters with spirits, can they leave their electrical energy on you as I keep making cars cut out when I walk past them when they at lights, etc. Thought was just coincidence, but this has happened over 30 times now. I'll say again. (laughs) (laughs) If had a lot of encounters with spirits, can they leave their electrical energy on you as I keep making cars cut out when I walk past them when they are at lights, etc.? thought this was just a coincidence but it's happened over 30 times now aiden 
can spirits leave you with their electrical energy? First, actually, sorry. First of all, do ghosts have electrical energy? Yes. Okay. No jokes there. That's just, that's true. <laughs> Good. Asked and answered so that we can move on to the second question. Can they, leave, <laughs> can they leave it with you so that you can make, this person's only mentioned cars, but I have to assume that when they walk into their kitchen, their microwave just goes apeshit as well, right? Right. So, okay. <laughs> I think what this person is experiencing is ghost static. Mm. Like, you know, when a ghost, like, takes a balloon and it tossles your hair. It's kind of like that. Ghosts are basically dead people balloons, if you think about it. Do you mean to imply that every single time a ghost makes your hair stand up on end, it's not using spectral magic, it's getting a ghost balloon from the ghost realm and rubbing it on your human I'm head? I'm saying that, like, ghosts are the balloon. Okay. And that yes to the rest of what you said. Okay, okay. So you got ghosts rubbing up on you all the time. So... So really, when this person's crossing the street and making all of the cars light up, they're essentially, for all of the ghosts that are also in cars waiting to cross, putting on a James Corden crosswalk show of other ghosts rubbing up against all the cars. Holy shit, hold on. Can you, fucking, can you fucking imagine the power that James <laughs> Corden would have over society if he had ghost static shock powers Ooh. and he could power down? Nobody's ever tried to run down that man at that fucking musical crosswalk because they can't he turns off the cars with his powers he's got the cars working for him because he's got spectral goo he's got ghost powers that's why he's retaining the power that he has Mm. with these ghost powers he's a media man you know if he'd worked in any other medium it wouldn't work out but he makes a funny joke spent all that time in theaters yeah all those theater ghosts are still floating around he every theater he went into he turned off the ghost light he'd wait he'd hide in the theater like a naughty little boy and he'd wait until the last technician left and then he would unplug the ghost light and say good sorry hold on oi ghosts (laughs) Oi, come with me, I'm James Corden. I don't know what part of British he is. (laughs) (laughs) What part of British? Anyway, James Corden... In in his early career, snatched up all the ghosts from local theaters in the West End and Broadway, and he brought them here. He brought them to the great old land of California, and now they help him do his funny little show. This is probably how all theater kids get their power. I mean... They're full of ghosts. But James Corden is clearly the most powerful theater kid. Yeah. And someday him and Lin-Manuel Miranda will clash. Lin-Manuel Miranda just has one ghost, and he's made it clear that it's the ghost of (laughs) Hamilton, so... All right. Ghosts can give you electrical energy. Yes. A hundo percent. People on the set of James Corden's show need to start siphoning away some of his ghost power for themselves. He should pass it on. It's only the right thing to do. Maddie, I have a Quora as well. Oh, share with the class. This is from freaking somebody. I don't know how Quora works. I can't see who wrote this. Nine immortal beings appear in your home, asking you to find a way for them to permanently die. If you do so, they'll grant you any wish in their power. They all have lived long enough to see the birth and death of the stars. How do you fulfill their wishes? So I like that. I think it's important to get out of the way first. 
is that this question seems to subscribe to the idea that once the heat death of the universe happens, the Big Bang will ignite once more and time will just kind of replay. Mm. And that they've been through this in a sort of cosmic Groundhog Day situation. We got nine Bill Murrays who are desperate to peace out. How do we help them? Well, you brought up Groundhog Day, and I just feel like they're going to have to each take a millennia to become the best version of themselves. <laughs> Listen, we're going to get you all into therapy. Right. You need to. But because they're operating on such a huge, a large scale of time, right? It's not just a day. Mm -hmm. You can't just, like, give everybody the right groceries and catch that kid from a tree and, like, whatever the fuck else happens in Groundhog Day. It's like you have to kill Hitler as a baby and stop 9-11 from happening and change the results of certain elections. And like, you know, you'd have to go through time and do all these huge things, which are the equivalent. Yes. The billions of years long equivalent of feeding that old guy some soup. Exactly. And he dies anyway. So spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to make some big historical moves. Right. And some of them are the same. Maybe you have to kill JFK instead of that other guy. Someone's yeah. got to do it, but that's the that's the best version of you. The most self-actualized <laughs> version of this dead guy is the one that kills JFK. Aiden, what are we doing for these people? Excellent work slipping that in, Maddie. Little do they know that that's just our motive. Oh yeah, <laughs> to get them when they pull off this galactic con, right? To kill I'm, JFK. I'm actually just having them do all my dirty work, but I'm. It's under the guise that it's good, like for yeah. the entire universe for history. Yeah. Don't these fucks know? That's our wish. Oh. This oh. is how we get what we want. Oh. We don't need it granted. We work for it. Because we're it. smarter than the smarties and tougher than the toughies. Yes. <laughs> we are Scrooge McDuck. Okay? We get the coins. We swim in them. We succeed. We trick immortal beings to do our bidding. And then we neglect our nephews. Oh, yeah. I don't have any nephews, so I'm already way ahead of you there. Yeah. I'm The way this is phrased makes it sound like you don't get your wish until after they're dead forever. And obviously, if they're dead forever, they can't give you a wish. So they think they're scamming us. We're conning the Connors. Yeah. Any big historical events you'd want change? Invest in Apple or, you know, tell the CEO of Goldfish to not stop making giant goldfish. Anything like that. Was that a thing? Wait, were they making giant goldfish? Bro! They were making giant goldfish when I was in elementary school, and they were huge. Like, wait, and the they snack had... goldfish or the living creature? No, giant goldfish, the snack. And because they were huge, they were twice as salty, and I, they absolutely ripped apart my tiny little tongue as a child, and they were so <laughs> delicious. And all I wanted to do was sit at recess and eat my giant goldfish until my mouth was full of blood. Anyway. Okay. Well, Any... we'll get you your big goldfish. Anything else you'd like and changed, we'll get Aiden? me... What do I want? What do I want? I have these little nine immortal douchebags mm -hmm. eating out of the palm of my hand, thinking I'm going to grant them a peace and eternity, when in actuality, I will be receiving... God, I was hoping by the end of that sentence I would have figured it out, but I didn't. What's a fun little thing? What's hmm. a fun little special thing just for Aiden? What's a fun little thing for me? For Aiden. He needs to think of himself oh, I sometimes. Know. I'm going to make it so that the Archie Sonic comics never got like rebooted and then inevitably uh, completely destroyed. Oh, That's okay. my wish. All right. All right. That's what I've always wanted. 
I need to know how Shard the Metal Sonic confessed his love to Nicole the Cyborg robot AI lady. I need to know that they lived happily ever after, okay? And that's a sentence that only makes sense to me. I'm aware. <laughs> but I need to know. It's been haunting me for like 10 years. Aiden's going to take out swaths of fan fiction writers with this request. But you know what? For him, yes. it's worth it. He's a special little boy, and this is his one thing that he deserves. <laughs> I need to know if Thrash the Tasmanian Devil killed Knuckles' family or not. It was a huge cliffhanger, and they just fucking got rid of it. break it's time to do some ads maddie tell people how they can get us to stop doing ads we'll never stop doing ads so you can give up on that dream right now but if you want to support us monetarily you can join us on patreon we've got three different tier levels and you get all sorts of fun goodies like i had a stroke Keeping it in. Keep going. You get episodes early right when they come out. You get Aiden's animation process when he's working on those. And you get fun bonus Patreon exclusive video game playthroughs from me. That's right. I posted them. So now I have to keep doing it. And you also get access to the music for the show. And you get the bragging rights of telling your friends that you support a great cause. Yay. Yay. Anyway, support us on Patreon. Uh, it's the best way to get her done. Also, I have a webcomic. Is it out when this episode goes out? I don't think so. It'll probably be out <laughs> soon, though. I have a, Maddie, you read some pages. What did you think? It's good. I liked it. It was Maddie good. Maddie gives her approval. It- I have like the first seven or so pages, but I want to get a bunch done so that I don't immediately go on hiatus. Hmm. So is it is it out yet? If you did, say, say what you liked about it in the comments. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably not out yet. It'll probably come out like in a week or two. You have to leave a comment on this video letting people know whether or not it's out when this came out so that the people who are going back and listening to episodes after the fact are, are up to date with everything. Yes. Legally. Sure. It's called Wizard Council, by the by. I didn't actually name it when I just talked about it. It's really good. But it's about sad little wizards and they go into group therapy and it never gets sad. Nothing sad will ever happen in this comic. Ever. It's all laughs all the time. Don't you fucking, don't you look at me all suspicious. I see you kind of like looking around while you're listening to this on your headphones at home. Fucking nothing sad will happen. Shut up. Maddie, give us an ad. Hello, my name is Deborah. I am putting out the call bat signal, if you will. I am going on an expedition into the mountains. I would like to find a Bigfoot or abominable snowmans. I am in need of a couple strong, perhaps strapping companions for mountain journey. Please bring those shoes that look like tennis racket. Bring a weapon if you please, not for the Bigfoot. I am looking for companionship, perhaps a chess player and a wrestler. I like to scrap, and I have not yet found a human counterpart strong enough to take me, so I journey into blustery depths for monsters. But my muscles cannot combat hypothermia or loneliness, so I put out ad. If you wish to join me on Mountain Adventure to find Bigfoot, please respond to ad before next Thursday. Many thanks. Hi, I'm Greg 
Goopinson, and I'm here to tell you about Greg Goopinson's Beyond Grapes. You know how you take some grapes and you crush them and then turns them into wine? Well, we took the wine and we crushed them again! Like a diamond, we solidified a new kind of grape. It's crystalline in structure and ultimate in flavor. So come on down, the Greg Goopinson's got go, go the Goopy Grapes. You got the best of them, you know. Improv comedy was a mistake. <laughs> no, I... Why did... Why did anyone ever think that this was an okay thing to do? Anytime... Hold on. Listen at home. Anytime we've ever done anything funny on this show, just know it was an act of rebellion against the medium. Mm. Okay? Like... It was an act of defiance. Anything I don't know that was actually you. funny, we we secretly wrote down. It wasn't yes. improv. It's all scripted. <laughs> Can you imagine having to write this down before? Listen, guys, it's a, a weekly to bi-weekly improv show. Not all of them are going to be winners. <laughs> I thought you were going to say not all of them are going to be improvised. Every other week we improvise, but in the week in between, we just write out an episode. What's our authentic self? You're not supposed to know. It's a mystery. This is all a Ponzi scheme. We're the real, the real cryptids are our personalities. Aiden, I have a cryptid here for us. Tell me all about it. This is one someone suggested on YouTube, but I'd also heard about it before. Today, I'd like to tell you about the not deer of mm-hmm. Appalachia or Appalachia. Yeah. Don't fucking at me. Don't Appalachia me. It's, it's okay. I tried to look it up, but it's a hotly debated topic, so I don't want to fucking hear it from anyone. Okay. It's from the part of the country that's the one that's up over there. All right. Um, the knot deer. This is very local, sort of eclectic tellings of this creature, but essentially they're freaky ass deer like creatures, which are described as being encountered usually in the car and in a very heavily wooded area. These deer are known for seeming smarter than they should be, having something off about their eyes, making low rumbling noises, and having bends in their limbs where there shouldn't be bends. And they're generally just described as almost a deer? Like someone's like, what's that? And they're like, it's a deer? Question mark? Right. So, now I will say, some of these things that I have described to you, dear listener, are symptoms of something called chronic wasting disease, which is freaky in its own right. But I think that not deer invented chronic wasting disease and that's their cover story. To protect itself. Yes. yes. That's what they discovered that that existed and they were like, oh, perfect. Now we don't have to come up with one ourselves. We'll just kind of go under the radar with that. It's like how the government invented bears as soon as people started finding Bigfoot tracks. It's like that. What? We can't do bears. I like bears too much. <laughs> I let you take dinosaurs. I regret to inform you, Maddie, that bears are the government. Bears work for the CIA. You've taken birds. You've taken dinosaurs. I will not <laughs> let you take bears. 
Don't blame me. Blame the fucking capitalist society that which we live in. That constantly has to sustain itself with all these crazy schemes. I've seen a bear in person. It's real. They created bears, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. They're man okay, They're like okay. Mewtwo, okay? They're real. They're real, but they're artificial. Okay. Yes. That's fine. Like horses. That's fine. Anyway. Yeah, like horses. Or James Corden. Yeah, exactly. Just like old Jameson there. Aiden, any thoughts on the not deer? Musings? Okay. Feelings? Give me that brief description one more time. Uh, known to seem smarter than they should be, have something off about the eyes. The eyes are key, I've seen, in a lot of tellings. You make an eye contact, which, first of all, you don't usually do with animals. And there's something bigger happening in those corneas. Do they got people eyes? They don't have people eyes. They just have knowing eyes. It sounds like they have people eyes. Can you imagine how fucked up a deer with people eyes would be? Yeah. That's horrifying. That would be kind of spooky. And it knocks the not deer out of the water completely. I'm sorry. I don't I don't want to be seen like by a deer. Like seen, you know? I don't want to be perceived by humans at all, firstly. And by <laughs> a deer? Are you fucking kidding me? The mortifying ordeal of being known by a not deer. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I don't like the sound of this guy. Not a fan. <laughs> are you going to fight? Are you going to fight him? Are you fighting or flighting? Oh, if I encountered one? Let me, yeah, let me paint you a picture. You're up in the mountains. You're on a hike. You're doing, you know, stuff in nature, looking at a leaf. I don't know, eating a bug. And you, you turn, you hear a rustle in the bushes. <gasps> What's that? And you see out of the corner of your eye a deer but then you turn and you look at it with the full force of both of your eyeballs and that ain't a deer Aiden <laughs> what I look at it with the full force of my eyeballs and I I see it as it I is. wasn't gonna mention this but fun fact the reason that you see movement out of the corner of your eye and then look and you can't see the spooky thing is because the corners of our eyes are better at perceiving motion and the front of our eyes are better at perceiving color yeah you made me go and give everybody a fun fact Okay, I'm fighting a deer. Okay, I, I witnessed a deer. I'm out on the trail. Walt Disney Technicolor with both of your eyes. <laughs> Fucking jump it! What do you do? I'm fighting a deer with the full power of the spectrum of color. I can see shrimp colors around it. Okay. I fight the fucking deer is what I'm going to do. Are you going to go for the eyes first? Yes. I, I need nothing else to be able to see with those eyes, with those people eyes. Mm, I do feel like if you got rid of its eyes, it would just be a deer again, unless it started making a low rumbling noise. That one's weird. That one's a bit suspicious. It's unsettling. What's his deal? Maybe he's hungry. Maybe he needs a snack. That's where you come in. <laughs> That's where I come in. He's looking for a feast and he's found it. It's my flesh. Yeah. So I think I have to fight him. I don't I don't think I could outrun him. Even with his weird like no. bird legs. He's got extra legs. Like with his the wrong bend in the knee or whatever. Yeah. I think I would have to fight him. Yeah. Fight him, gouge out the eyes, pull some strategic trail mix out of your pocket and throw it, and then he'll run a, he'll chase the trail mix. Yeah. And that, my friends, is how you deal with a knot deer. It is. There <laughs> you, you ever go. find yourself up in the old mountains and hills, country roads take me home, then uh, you know what to do. Free association was a mistake. <laughs>
No one should be allowed to do this. I love how when we make a bad joke, it's all of improv's fault. Like every moment <laughs> in comedy has led to this moment. It is. It's true. We're objectively hilarious people. We're operating against a stacked system, folks. I hope you know that. Shaped by our circumstances to be not funny. All right, that's going to do it. I fucking sound like Chris All McClain. right, campers. <laughs> All right, campers. <laughs> It's going to do it for us another day of lore folking around here. I lost it. Now I'm just Canadian. But he also is Canadian, so it, it works. All right, listen. When I started my shitty Chris McClain impression, there might have been, like, I don't know, maybe a slight difference in audio quality. Maddie will work that out. But that's because, if there is and you noticed, maybe you didn't, we are recording this ending bit, like, two weeks later or so right mm, time isn't real but that sounds about right okay and you know why it's because we had to abandon this episode because i tried to do a bit that involved a lot of reading it was this reddit post and by the time i had kind of gotten a coherent read we had just lost all enthusiasm we died this reddit post killed us this reddit post killed us both so here we are, we scrapped that, it's not in the episode, and we're just, we're ending it. We're ending it here and now. Actually, I took that audio and I put it really, 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 really low in the episode. Just the whole time, it just, just repeats a itself frequency. in the first, yeah. So if you go back and you turn it up backwards and crank up the volume really high, then you can hear it, probably. <laughs> it's distorted and backwards and also in Latin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had I tra I had a guy I hired a voice actor to make himself sound like Aiden but in Latin and I threw that in there. This episode's Perfect. costing us like seventy dollars. <laughs> seventy, that's a steal for a guy who sounds like me speaking Latin backwards. I know. I assume he spoke it backwards and that we didn't edit it to go backwards. Uh yeah, nobody can fact check that the Latin's correct, so he works pretty pretty much on the cheap, if you know what I'm saying. So fucking, it's the end of the episode. But the point is, the point, the reason I even brought this up and acknowledged the fact that there was a difference in time of recording in a single episode was because the post was too long and we need things to talk about. So please send in questions to lorefolksubmissions at gmail.com. We need them. And you know what? We need them to be short. We need little guys, digestible little bites. You know what I'm talking about? Just direct to the point. If I need to editorialize, I can editorialize a bit. But like, you know, we've gotten a few questions. We never do them because sometimes we just have nothing funny to say. Usually that's why. Just like, oh, this is it's nice that they send the questions, but I have nothing to say about this. Sometimes you send us cool stuff that's just creepy. And I'm like, I got nothing on this. But it's but now I know it. You've given me something to talk about at parties, so thank you. Yes. But uh send us your best little guys. Just a or like if you wanna go through the dark depths of Quora, find something like a funny post there, or Reddit, or whatever, send that to us as well. But make sure they're short. I can't keep doing this anymore. Every question you hear on this show has like 20 combined takes between the two of us. So just think about that. <laughs> I, I've re-listened to like episodes and I've had to like patchwork so many goddamn moments of this show where we sound like the auditorial equivalent of like a ransom note. 
I feel like I'm popcorn reading, but it's just me. Somehow <laughs> the stress is still there. Send us your short guys. Send Give us me your little guy. Your short kings. <laughs> your short kings. Bring them to us. Uh, we will cherish them. Yeah. All right. If you like what you heard and a lot of pontificating about a lot of bullshit that we just did right now, please share your friends with us. Give them. Send them. Are they short kings? You know we want them already. We are but babes in the woods and we are not paying for any sort of advertisement. I haven't busted that one out in a while. Yeah. Say the say the line, Aiden. <laughs> say the line, Bart. Uh so please tell your friends if you enjoyed this. Uh that's all I have to say. Normally yep. we end on like a callback to a bit, but honest to God, I don't so remember no. a whole lot of what we talked about. It Couldn't has been you. two weeks. We talked about cryptids, probably. We talked about some spooky stuff, probably. Yeah. But uh, tell your friends, share the show, like us on Facebook, rate us on iTunes. I think sometimes we plug a Patreon at this point. Patreon exists. We, we, and Patreon. we, you know, we talked about it in the ads, probably. We did. I know that for a fact. But we usually mention it, so mentioning it again. Not dear. More like not a bad episode, if I say so myself. Not dear. More like not funny. <laughs> But in reference to, but to in reference to your joke, episode was great. Not, not half bad. Why would you say that in front of the fucking listeners, Betty? Why would you say that in front of the fucking?